All right, all right. How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to the side, John. We are here after the holidays, enjoying ourselves. I'm your host, Dennis Holmes. I'm here with my co-host, Sharon Mullen. How's everything, Sharon? Everything is great. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I did. Um, still kind of hungover from Thanksgiving. And I don't mean from liquor. <laughs> yeah, all that good That's what it is, all that good eating. No, I didn't. I really didn't. I say that I'm joking. Really, I didn't eat a lot because I can't. So it's it's been a it's been a pretty good couple of days. How you been? We hadn't talked in a couple of days. Miss you. Yes. yes. Uh, I, I've been around family, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you yeah. know is when you go over for Thanksgiving and, and you start mm -hmm. drinking and eating. And the next thing you know, you took a nap and it's the next day because it wasn't a nap. <laughs> You know, right, the, <laughs> right. The party was going on so good, you fell asleep and woke up the next day. So, and then the next yeah. day, you know, your uncle wake you up, you back drinking again. He gonna tell you, "Don't you leave me hanging?" I'm like, "You live here. <laughs> you live here." <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. It, it. See, it used to be we used to have houses, you know, full of people. But you know, with the with the with the what you call it pandemic and everything, we just limited it to the core family members that are here, and so it looked a little different. But it was still good times, good family time, being grateful, being thankful for things, and thinking about the ones that have you know passed on that couldn't be here anymore. But you still feel in their presence and all of that. So it was a good time, very good time. No arguments. I don't have any funny stories like somebody getting mad about the potato salad or anything like that. I don't have uh, any stories uh, like that. First of all, you support, <laughs> from what you told me, you make the best potato salad in the world. So yes, I don't I think do. anybody got that problem with your potato salad. You're absolutely correct. So long as we have two things, my potato salad and my sister's macaroni and cheese, we're always good. Yeah. That's most definitely um uh I haven't had potato salad in a while, but uh my aunt made some for Thanksgiving and I said I was gonna get some and potato salad was good. It was so good, even my uncle who don't like relish, yeah, he ate all the potato salad and said, you know, and then at the end he was like, That potato salad was so good, I, I didn't even get mad that it had relish in it. So it had relish in it? Yeah. He don't do relish at all. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's a little weird to me because he eat pickles. So I, it, it don't make sense. I don't know. Well, some people like dill pickles, but they don't like sweet. And relish is usually sweet. I know I know a few people who are like that. They, they're fine with pickles, but, the, but don't try to give them relish or sweet pickles. Mm -mm. They don't, they won't eat it. <laughs> you know, everybody's a little you know, got their own little idiosyncrasies, but did you guys share things that you were grateful for and all that? Well, we all was grateful that my dad was dead and doing well. Yeah. And then, we, and then we got even more grateful that his team lost, the Cowboys lost. That was that was real good. Wait a minute. Your dad was actually present. He was there. Yeah, he out was the in, hospital. Oh, amen. Out, I'm he was cool. there, out the hospital, talking shit. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, that, um, Pops was really back. He was yeah. all oh, the way he was back. back. Yeah, he was back. <laughs> he was him back, back. 
Couldn't tell I him He was back, back. Yeah, they did lose. I was so mad. I was like, you had one job. Yeah. I, I one mean, job. This is their time of the year. Anybody that's as Cowboy fans, they, they really don't want to admit it for real, for real. But this is their time of the year. And I don't think that they have the coaching to fix that problem. And I, I've been saying that. But they do have the team. I do believe they have the team to get the problem fixed. I just don't think that they have a coaching that's going to lead those going to lead those men. That's, that's just me. And I, I feel the same way about the Raiders. The Raiders, this is their time of the year when they start to fall. Those are the two teams around this time of the year. They, they always start falling. So. You know, you're right. Um, I know um, you were saying that John Gruden can't win in December, but the Raiders do have a, the Raiders do have a history of falling off around Thanksgiving and into December. Even, even without John Gruden. Yeah, yeah, even without John Gruden, they, they uh because they've been through a lot of horrible coaching. Well, I won't say that they all was horrible, but they've been through a lot of coaching and horrible seasons. I don't think all their coaches was horrible. I just think it was just some horrible seasons and, and, and some things that went on. Um one of the I, I'm gonna say one of the best things uh that happened this Thanksgiving though, uh probably was the next day, because we all came back the next day. He go, I spent the night. But everybody else came back the next day. And the next day, you know, we sat there. We had a brunch and we talked. You know, uh, we watched that new Kevin Hart movie on Netflix. Well, it's a TV series on Netflix. We watched that. Fatherhood? No, no, it's called True Story. It just came out. Him and Wesley Snipes got got one together. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix. And uh, we watched the Holly Berry Holly Berry movie when she's a UFC fighter. And what's that one called? Uh, the Kevin Hart one is called True Story. And Holly mm-hmm. Berry's is called Bruised. Bruised? Bruised, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched both of them. That was, that was pretty good. They both was pretty good. They both was pretty good. I, I might have to admit that. Well, we got people already in the comments talking crap. I don't know what side of the bed B.J. Samuels woke up on, but he need to go on somewhere with all that. Forget, forget the Eagles, shoot. Fly, I ain't seen nothing about, about the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. I love me some Jalen Hurts. I'm going to say it again. That's my that's my dude. He's definitely know. better than Joe Fluco. How about that? I ain't even say nothing about the Eagles. That's a great thing. I know you didn't. Uh, that's why I'm saying he came and got BC in the comments for no reason. What the, what, hey, what's going on? Maybe right. he has. Maybe he got some bad turkey or something on Thanksgiving. He's still mad. I really, <laughs> I, I really don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'll I probably look eat, to day, it. days after I eat it, but uh, unless as well, I, I do love the turkey wings. I'm still waiting for my aunt to do them teriyaki turkey wings. She says she's gonna have them on Sunday, so I'm gonna go taste them on Sunday. Teriyaki. Teriyaki turkey, turkey wings. That's wings. What she said she was gonna do. Hmm. I told you I got I got that family that be doing weird stuff. I told you that. You know, home of the chilling hoagie. You know what I mean? That, have, every time it, you say that, that makes my stomach hurt. Don't say that around me no more. Every time on. you say 
and my stomach just go like this. <laughs> Yeah. And they, got, they had they had plenty of them. <laughs> the chitlin hoagie. And there's a lot of and there's a lot of people out there that that just eat them around this time of the year. And my aunt mm-hmm. told me this back in the day. She said there's there's a lot of closet pork eaters. I'm like, ain't no I heard of closet, you know, alcoholics. Ain't no closet pork eaters. She said, Yeah, there's a lot of closet pork eaters out there. She said, people that they always say they don't eat pork, wait till it's like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. And they smell that pork and they see how good it looks. They they so, so, you know, I didn't believe her. I didn't believe her. And, and one time I was hosting Thanksgiving. I was hosting Thanksgiving one time. And um, the girl I was with, she was telling me, she was like, well, don't nobody in my family really eat pork, you know, but, but a couple of people. So it ain't no need of us getting this big old hand. You know what I mean? We might as well get a little hand. I said, it don't even matter. My whole thing is the next day, I just want green eggs and ham. It ain't going to really be green eggs. But next day, I just want green eggs and ham. That's all I'm worried about, right? So we did. We, you know, we say grace. Everybody eating on Thanksgiving. It's cool. I go in the back, you know, um, we back there. We drinking. We talking. You know, people smoking cigars, you know. I think about a couple hours pass by. I come back up to get some more ham. The ham is gone. I mean, ain't nothing in there but the floating juice and some pineapples, okay? That's all that's in there. Now, now <laughs> I'm looking at her like, what happened to all these Muslims you said was in your family? <laughs> like, I don't eat pork. That don't mm-hmm. eat pork. Like, what happened to them? Well, you know, ham isn't pork pork. That's what somebody told me before. I said, so if it's not pork pork, then then what is it? <laughs> I'm like, what is it? <laughs> Made up pork? I, I don't understand what you mean it's not pork pork. Pork right. is pork. Right. They say that about they say that about bacon too. <laughs> yeah, bacon is definitely pork. All that fat on it. Please don't tell me that. Mm-mm. Like a lot, like a lot of people were saying. Uh, I always say it's only one type of bacon. I, turkey bacon to me is lunch meat. That's what I always say. I always say turkey bacon is lunch meat. It's lunch meat. Yeah, turkey bacon is lunch meat. Pork bacon is the only type of bacon. And I stopped cooking pork bacon on the stove because that is dangerous. <laughs> that is dangerous, cooking pork bacon on the stove. I put in a I ain't cooking no more pork bacon on the stove. You sit there and cook that pork bacon on the stove if you want to. They get the popping, pop. Ah, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I love you some bacon, but for two was it two years? For two years, I didn't eat bacon. I didn't eat beef or pork. And you're talking about somebody that felt so much better. I did. I have to admit, I felt so much better. Now, I'm not going to say 100 that I 100% believe that it was 100% about not eating the pork and the beef. This happened at the same time that I, I lost a whole lot of weight and I was working out three and four days a week. So all of that may have contributed to it as well. Well, in fact, I know it did because I was feeling pretty good before I started. But I don't know. I felt lighter. My digestion just seemed to be better because you know, beef is the hardest meat to digest. Did you know that? It's beef. It's not pork. Yeah, yeah. They said it takes a little while to digest. When your digestive system, 
And according to uh, uh, my, my late great mom, who was a dietitian and studied food her whole life, pork really isn't as bad now as it used to be. So people were talking about pork, you know, still being bad. It's not your grandmama's pork, the pork now, because the way that they are forced to raise the, their hogs now is different. They're regulated. That's when regulation is a good thing. Keeps your pigs cleaner. So gone are the days that pigs are walking around allowed to eat, eat any and everything. That's not the case like it used to be. So pork is not like it used to be. It, and you know that commercial, the other white meat, that, that commercial has some truth to it and some myths to it. But the truth of the matter is it doesn't have as high a you know, fat content as it used to and is not as bad for you. But anything that you eat, you're supposed to eat in moderation anyway. You're not supposed to just sit around, and eat a whole bunch of fried fat, fatty food and a whole bunch of pork and a whole bunch of beef and a whole, you're just not, you're supposed to moderate your food anyway. But I'm glad, Dennis, I'm glad you're tagging people because for some reason I can't tag anybody today. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. I, had a, I just had a problem sharing the show, so. Yeah, I just had a I can't share it to anybody, so I can't put any names in there. Um one of the, one of the big things, you know, that me me and you was talking about for a couple of weeks right now is uh um uh, grown men and video games. Did y'all play video games on Thanksgiving? No, I ain't, I haven't played a video game in a while. Oh but okay. I, I, I still got the itch. I'm not gonna say it like that. I still got the itch. I just ain't played in a while because um, I haven't got the setup that I wanted yet. Like you know, you I, mean the you mean the setup? What you mean? The, the responsibilities. Like I want to, I want to get this different house, and then I want to, I want to get the dungeon set up the right way, so that way I can just you know come downstairs, play the game, and do what I need to do. I got you. See. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so there's there, there's a whole situation to it. There's a whole process right, to all right. of that. There's requirements. There's about uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of requirements. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. For I me, it is for any for anybody else. They, you know, me me. If you'd have met me ten years ago, I just needed uh, a TV and my PlayStation. That's it. 10 years ago. Now uh-huh. I, I want to have a, a, you know, a room. The, I call it the dungeon. I want to have a dungeon. And you know, you got to get that dungeon, you have to make that money. So I'll make that money and I get that dungeon the way I want it. You know, I ain't worried about taking time off and playing the game. You know, I know that the game evolves and all that, but it ain't that hard to learn how to play it all over. I, I'll have enough time. <laughs> Well, explain to the people what we've been talking about as far as video games is concerned. Well, as video games are concerned, you know, there's a lot of, it's not just you. There's a lot of people out there that don't understand why grown men play video games. And, you know, I basically tell everybody, you know, everybody has a thing that they do. You got people who go to the casino and spend all their money, you know, just gambling and probably don't even win as much as they should but they have an itch to go gamble. You got people who um, 
I have an itch to watch certain TV shows. Uh, you know, I, I know, I don't know if it's still like this now, but I know back in the day, them soap operas was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that's grown folk shows. Right. Like I said, and you got some people who still watch cartoons. I do. That's that's some of that. Then like I said, and uh got Pokemon cards. That's that's actually crazy. And I thought those are an investment. investment. I ain't seen nobody make no Pokemon money. Let me tell you Pokemon money. If I find my son's Pokemon binder right now, he ain't getting it back. I'm just want to put everybody on notice. He ain't getting it back. Mm -hmm. I spent some money on some Pokemon cards now. Like and I said, and, and I, and I probably actually, had about seven or eight different Pikachus, honey. And, I, and I've actually sat there and watched grown men at my job not go home after work. In the back, sitting down. Having a Pokemon contest with their cards. And it wasn't just like one or two. We talking about at least 10 of them. Yeah, let's see. I don't, I don't do that. It was a, that's why I said it was at least a group of them. And I'm sitting, I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I can't really get mad at them because you know, everybody got everybody got the itch. They like doing what they're doing. Like okay, we grew but, up. Here's but here's the thing though, Dennis. I understand that everybody has their thing. Like you were talking about cartoons. I don't watch cartoons every week or every day or anything like that. But every now and then, I'll flip channels to the Cartoon Network or something or Nickelodeon to see what's on there. And if it's something I like, I might watch it for a few minutes. And then I, it passes and I keep on going. But I don't sit and allocate hours to watch cartoons anymore. I just don't do that. And there's some people who may do that. I color in a coloring book. It's relaxing. It's therapy for me, right? What I'm thinking about are childhood things, though, that people, I, I just don't understand why. It's not just grown men. It's, it's just grown people. <clears throat> Their obsession with the whole video game. They, they stand in line for the video game console that's coming out like they do Jordans. Yeah. And I don't understand that. See, this is if be worse. you don't have children, they don't have these are single grown people. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. single or no children or whatever. And they're not buying it for the children, they're buying it for themselves. I see grown people having arguments about playing video games, mad at the other person. You cheat in the video game. How can you cheat in the video? The video game ain't even real. It's it is what it is. And I mean. Just betting on video games, and I, I don't know. It, grown, no. Really? I don't know. I think for me, because I am from the generation that created the video games, I um, always associated that with my childhood. Maybe that's what it is. And as I got older and I had my son, of course, I bought him video game console, and I would play with him. And then my sister and I used to play Dr. Mario all the time. We would still go and play Dr. Mario right now if somebody hadn't stolen my Nintendo 64 and took it. Mm. We would still be playing Dr. Mario right now, but I'm not going to get the latest PF1, P, uh, PlayStation 100, whatever number they're on, and trying to play, you know, the latest whatever Madden 
or something. Now I'm not going to do that, but I have no interest in it. But that's just me. I just don't. I'm just trying to understand where we do all these sports podcasts, right? We're in all these sports sports podcasts together, you and I. Right. Invariably, I'm in the room with y'all on the show, and all of a sudden, y'all will fall off into some Madden conversation of or some video game, and I'm just sitting there like, I have no idea what you're talking about, because I'm not playing video games. I'm grown. I, I'm just, and and I can't shake that. <clears throat> but then I asked you, am I wrong? Am I being judgmental? What, you know, is there something wrong with me or I'm just an old lady? It's just, it's just not your thing. Like, like the people tell you that they, they go to the casino to go gamble. Now, but like, you might, the you might take the trip. Gambling is a grown person's thing. They, but, but see those... Like, video games is not a grown person's thing. Well, that's to you. So a lot of people, that's how they relieve their stress. A lot of people, okay. uh, you got you got people that's how they relieve their stress. You got other people out there, they can never be a good player. They were never able to be a good player. They weren't ever, you know, they wasn't good at basketball and football and all that. But on the video game side, oh, I, I could be the man. They throw it down on the video game. I, I'm the man here. And then, <clears throat> and then it, you know, I want to say about 15 years ago, it took a whole nother level to a whole new world when they started the online. When the online concept came and it started a whole new world, then you know there's a, there's another. Well, I don't know how it is now, but I want to say about ten years ago when I was heavy into, I was real heavy ten years ago. There was a side of it that was you know about gambling, and I used to get my prepaid cards from the you know CVS Rite Aid, and I would go ahead and I would gamble online because I wouldn't do it directly from my bank accounts. Okay, so when you say on video game online, you mean you can go online to a site and actually hook up and play video games with somebody virtually? Is what you're saying? Right. Like how we how we talking on Zoom? We could be playing each other on the game. Oh, I didn't know that. And I I'll probably never see your face. And see, the last time I bought a video game console, that was that technology wasn't out yet. So that's how long ago. I think I had a PlayStation 2. I think that's the last one I had. Now, what I don't, what I don't do is I am not built in this generation that can watch somebody play games all day. I'm not no. built in that generation. I'm not built for that. I'm yes, not. they sit on they can sit and actually watch on Facebook. Or YouTube. I mean, it's it's so it's so popular now on the Facebook app. You know how they have the the quick the quick touch buttons at the bottom? Right. They added a game gamers button. Right. So that you can go straight to all the gaming sites. I'm like, are you kidding me? They we just gotta, did that with the last some, update. We gotta have some of those guys on the show. Some of those gaming guys on the show. Because I, I really want to know what they because they, they really go on there and they go live and they'll have 200 people watching at one time. And you'll be sitting there, you'll be like. Y'all sitting here watching, and, and they're not even interested. Like, I can see if they were good commentating and talking smack, and it'd be like, oh, man, he's funny. Oh. No. They're not man. even talking half the time. Right. they just breathing. Right. Because, I, I, you know, you flipping through, you see stuff, and I just stopped, and I was like, oh, that's a video game. And then by the time I figured out, I had watched a few minutes of it, I'm like, oh, okay. 
next, you know, keep on scrolling. But see, what I need to do, I maybe I need to go on eBay and find me a Nintendo 64 and a Dr. Mario game cartridge. That, that Nintendo 64 is a, yeah. is a, rare, is a rare thing. I'm, I'm going to have to say it's a very I underrated. And, uh, and then maybe my sister and I can go on and uh, get together and play Dr. Mario and have our camera set up. Um, so they can watch us playing Dr. Mario on screen. And maybe somebody will pay us to do that, huh? Man, they, they pay like that. people to eat. Man, you they know, like that, people they like that vintage. They like that vintage. Uh, yeah, that's what do. I could do vintage games only. That's, that's a big market. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, let me write that down. I'm going to call it vintage games only. That's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to trademark mark that, y'all. So don't steal my ideas. Yeah, but the, the video yeah. game the video game community is not just single men. I'm gonna tell you that right now. As a matter oh, no. of fact, no, forty percent of gamers are women. My sister put in the chat. Yeah, yeah, she was, knows. Uh, she used to work for a game. I've actually met a couple women on gaming that actually beat me in Madden. I can honestly admit it. They actually beat me in Madden. You listen, know, uh, listen. I used to get down with with um with my son playing uh okay what was the game that when it first came out everybody was all upset because he was running around slapping women and stuff oh that's uh gta uh, grand theft auto yeah yeah we grand were playing grand theft auto and i beat him a few times once i got good at it <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole new world now it's a, it's yeah. a whole new world now see that's why they that's why they up the price. If, if you remember, video games used to be about $50, $40. Now they went to $75 because of the online aspect. Now, now if you buy a video game and you ain't playing online, you bullshit. That's just basically, I, I, that's basically what it is. You buy a video game from 2010 to now and you're not playing online, you bullshit. Is that basically, right? That, that's basically what it is, you bullshit. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I play video, I play games on my phone. Which is the same thing, but y'all Well, that's so. what my sister just said. It's like playing games on your phone. Okay, but it's a, it's a, I play with myself or I might find one opponent to try to beat. But I guess my thing is these video, I don't know. I think it's the way some people obsess about it. I, I don't know. I have to get to the bottom of what I'm used to be. I used to be one of the people who played Words with Friends. Yeah, I used to. And then I found out that they had a they had a cheating app to help you put words in place. And I was like, oh, for all of that ain't even using your brain. Like what? That's what everybody does. Everybody goes to to the cheat, to the Scrabble cheat. You just type in, go to Google and put Scrabble cheat. They all come up. <laughs> I ain't even, I, after that, I stopped playing. Because before I thought. I actually thought I had something going for me. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get them. Well, they, look, they come out with an eight word. I drink. purposely would not go to the Scrabble cheat because I, you, once I found out about it, I was so I was mad. I was kind of mad, but um, before that, um, I was trying to do it, you know, with my brain. Right. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I was trying to win, and here I'm finding out the, the reason why I can't beat certain people is because 
they're using the Scrabble cheat. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> so I stopped that and I started playing Ruzzle. See, can't nobody beat me on on Ruzzle. Ain't nobody beat me on Ruzzle, right? Man, I'm telling you, I'm the beast with it. I'm a beast with it. I'm going to have to bring mine with me so I can play you in person. But um, but that's, see how you just said all that? That's that competitive, that's that competitiveness that, that starts the conversation. Oh, you ain't that good. I mean, that's all somebody got to say. You ain't that good. You ain't beating everybody. And that's it. Well, I, that's I, I know, I know I used to do well at that, um, uh, street ball, street ball one and street ball two. Yeah, I ain't never played that. Oh my gosh, that was so that was the best basketball video game ever. But uh no, nah, nobody can nobody can beat me at Ruzzle. I am I'm ser- I'm I'm very serious. The real Ruzzle board game, not the not the not the phone Ruzzle, but the board game Ruzzle, I am undefeated. Nobody's ever beaten me. Man, I'm in my life. Play, so you you beat no me. One. <laughs> no one's ever beaten me. So I'm waiting for somebody to beat me. I had in fact. One uh one of our family's friends. Sheila's no, she beat me. Read what it says. She beat me. Right. I'm like, that's what I just said, Sheila. (laughs) Nobody can beat me on the board game. That's what I said. And uh I never heard of it. That's crazy. Well, she's the only one that beat that beats me on the phone one. She she is, she does. But the but the board game, the live, no, ain't nobody beat me. In fact, we had a family friend decided she's gonna come to my father's 50th birthday party. I remember this. She's gonna come to the 50th birthday party. And she cha- I'm a I, I don't believe it. I, I know I can beat her. I can beat, you know, because she's supposedly so good. Let me tell you something. I beat her so bad, she got sick and had to go home. She couldn't even finish out the party. Mm. Sent her home. Don't mess with me. <laughs> so is that the competition you're talking about? So is, the, is that competitive spirit? I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I got I don't know. It's just something about the video games. I don't know. It's like, just the way. I don't know. Like and I, and um, I, what else me. I don't like about the current video games is that they're all so realistic yeah. looking it's now. See, back in the day when we played video games, Dr. Mario, uh, Frogger, uh, what's the one with the with the with the with the big ape? What's it called with the gorilla on it? Oh, oh God! Is that when he got to save the princess and you got right. the bull be throwing the barrels but, at him? But, yeah, but the but the characters are not real looking. We know it's a fake video game. See, you don't get lost in it like crazy lost in it because it doesn't look realistic. And you're playing games like Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man, Asteroids, Donkey Kong, Space and Donkey Kong, Space Invaders. Shout out to Elise. Thanks, Elise. I- I'm just I'm like, now you get stuff. You got the man with the gun. I'm a soldier. It's called Sniper. And you're going around shooting people. I but see I mean- Ash about it on my phone. And you see him. With the target on the person on the woman's head, and she's standing there, and they show him shooting her in the head. I don't want to see that. Oh, that's that Call of Duty. But see, you, you're a Nintendo 64 girl, so we could we could talk about this. 
Now, on Nintendo 64, it used to be a game called 007. Yes. Now, 007 used to be very popular when I was younger because we would bet money on 007. And mine, there's only four controllers. There's only four controllers on Nintendo 64. And right, you had right. to wait, and, and we would sit there and bet money, and, and you know, once you get that golden gun, you could shoot them in the toe. They did. But it was it was really a, a real competition on that game that we would bet money on, on 007. And now what's evolved now is Call of Duty. Everybody plays Call of Duty now to that same level. I don't know if they're betting, though, but now they got teams. I'm and, sure they are. I'm sure now, they are. Now they got teams and they're throwing grenades. I mean, it's so violent. They show the blood spattering and it looks real. I, I mean, it just, uh, uh, see, to me, that's just a little bit too much. It's supposed to be pretend, you know, fake. Keep it fake as long as it, but no, the realer the better. Is That's yeah. the goal to make that it real. Yeah, but that's getting into these people's minds and people don't believe this. And I'm telling you it is. I've told you this before when we've talked about things before and about the influence of media, that yeah. video games included. Video games included, but I don't know, Dennis. I, I'll think about it some to more. To me now, I'm not as heavy as a gamer as the rest of them. I only, I only play a couple games. Mine's is usually Madden, which is a football game. You got uh, 2K, which is a basketball game. And then I'll, I'll play the wrestling game. But that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, all, that's basically all you're getting from me. I ain't. I ain't going too deep in nothing else. And everybody used to always be like, what you buy a PlayStation for? Well, back when I had a PlayStation, I had it. I used to, you know, download a bunch of music and put it on there. And I have a bunch of movies on there. So it was like a big storage thing for me. Now they said you can't do that on a new one. So I don't, like I said, I'll wait. I got time, get my dungeon together. Then I worry about getting a game console with the TVs I got. And with the game with the game consoles now, do you still play like movies on it too? Through it too? I don't, I don't know about the new one. I know the one I yeah. the one I got in the closet right now. I can still play movies on. Right, you used to be able to, you used to be able to put a DVD in it and play it, and then it became you could download to it, download movies and watch movies through it or something like that. Right. I don't know. It's been a been forever for me but anyway so i don't i don't mean to sound like get off my lawn with the video games but it just i don't know it's just funny how these just wrong video games pokemon was never in my lane pokemon was never in my lane i was never a pokemon guy never in my lane well i fell in love with it only because of my son because at first i didn't even understand what it was and he came home one day talking about Pokemon. I was like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> and then he put the TV show on, you know, the cartoon. And I was like, oh, and I sat down and started watching it because, you know, I wanted to see what he's looking at. And that little Pikachu came on the screen and I, it was a wrap. <laughs> I love me some Pikachu. <laughs> he just represented everything that was good. Yeah, he actually... No, my never, favorite. Never one of my things, man. And I, uh, and I was like, I can I get was, behind that. I can get behind Pikachu and them. <laughs> I always uh, respect that. And there's a lot of games that I played. Like South Park had a game on Nintendo 64. 
where it was kind of like Mario Kart. They had they they had their version of Mario Kart. I played that. That was pretty good. Um, Mario Kart is actually real good. Matter of fact, when I go to Dave and Buster's, I still play Mario Kart. For real? That's, that's one of the games that we we actually play Mario Kart and be serious on that. At Dave and Buster's. You know, when I go to Dave and Buster's, I tend to play uh, Pac-Man. I always got to play Pac-Man because they always have a Pac-Man game in there. If I find one with a Space Invaders in it, I will play that in Asteroids. But my favorite one is that the skeet ball one and the basketball one. Because right. I'm pretty, I'm a pretty good shot. See, I used to have a good mid-range shot when I was playing basketball. I was pretty I'm a pretty good shooter. So I've I've beaten a few people playing the basketball game in here. But that skeet one, I'm not as good of a bowler as I am a basketball player. So that skeet one, boy, sometimes I, I can get hot sometimes, but sometimes I just, I'm terrible. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm going uh, to say this here. I'm the worst bowler in my family on my dad's side. My sister, my sister's probably the best because my dad lost, lost the edge. So my sister's probably the best, but I won't tell them this because if I beat them the first game, they can't tell me nothing. So that's all it is. I, they better not let me win the first because it takes them a while to get warmed up. Once they get warmed up, that's it. They they like they they tell you we ain't hitting number strikes a better. You better catch up then. Like, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> whatever. The most strikes that I've ever bowled in one game is six. I, I bowled have, six I strikes seven. in a game. That's the most. Yeah, I had seven of them. Seven strikes in a row. Yeah, mine were in a row. It was spread out, spread across those 10 frames somehow. Once you you hit three, you get that turkey. And, you know, we always say, got that lunch meat. And then you hit another one. That's four. Well, I got me a four-wheeler. You know, we we just keep going. That's something else we have in common. You play, you bowl with your family. My family used to bowl. My whole family. But then sometimes when I would talk to my friends about bowling, they would look at me like, y'all bowl? Bowling? I'm like, yeah, we bowl. My daddy might, was and everything. I might get back to skating. I'm a little nervous because I know I'm going to fall yeah. a lot. Man, we but used to go skating. skating. Boy, we used to go. Oh, my goodness. I really would love to, to go back roller skating, but I want to wait till I get some more of this weight off. Cause man, when you fall and you heavier, man, I don't, it'll right. scare me. I'm scared. I'm scared to fall. It's like, gonna scare no, me man. to death. Mm-mm. See, but see, you younger. It's different when you old and bigger and heavier and falling. Shoot, I'm not even gonna try to do. It. You can heal, Dennis. You can. You in the healing age. I'm too old for that. <laughs> I can heal. I can take a couple ibuprofen. I'm back in a couple of days. See what when I was. Right. When I was even younger, I could take that bump, get up, and I don't even feel it at the hour. When you get old, you're like, why did I fall like that? <laughs> what position yeah. did you play in football? Uh, I played the whole offensive line. I started off as the center. Um, center didn't work out for me because I couldn't shotgun snap. Like, my shotgun snapped me over here. Like, <laughs> it 
they'd be over here. They'd be like, like, Dad, what are you doing? I'm like, listen, I got it back there. That's that's the first one. They'd be over here. And then and it was over here, you know. Um, so I, I just, I, I stopped being the center. I went to guard. They moved me to guard. Uh, when I became a senior, they moved me to tackle because uh, it was, they just kept saying, it's time for you to go to tackle. And everybody that played tackle, well, you know, they was already prepping me for a tackle. So I was- Oh, wait a minute. Out. From the center, where is the tackle present, uh, positioned? Uh, the last man on each end. On each end. Yeah. So the tackle is like the end. Right. The okay. guards is the, guards is the, the, the two they the, the two, two in, and then the center is in the center. The center, right. Okay. All right. All right. I, I just want to make sure I got it right in my head. I played all those positions, and I made sure that I knew every position that, that was on the offensive line. And a mm -hmm. lot of times I would, you know, to make it easier for me, because they would, they would call and make up plays by, as, as they felt. So to make it easier for me, I would just say certain things, and I'd be like, all right. Just in case we forget what the play was called, we know if it's a run play, we'll say Miss Peaches. And we know if it's a pass play, we'll say lockdown. Because we I had somebody on my semi-pro team that just got out of jail. So that was his thing. So I, you know, we we went ahead, we said lockdown. lockdown. So, so it just made it, it made it easier. Mm -hmm. You sometimes you just gotta you need a cheat sheet time to time. So and when I played defense, I, I only played defensive tackle. I never played defensive end. It was either nose tackle, which I'm right over top of the center, or it was defensive tackle where I was over top of one of the guards or in the gap. But I was never defensive end. Always wanted to play defensive end, though. Why? What about that position attract you? Reggie White. I mean, <laughs> Reggie, I wanted to be Reggie I want the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, I wanted to be Reggie White. I wore number 92. I wanted to be Reggie White. That was what it was. I wanted to be so y'all didn't play, y'all didn't play video games on Thanksgiving. Did y'all did y'all play cards? Did y'all do anything? Or did y'all just sit around drinking and talking shiggity? We played a little bit of cards. We talk, we talk shiggity. Um yeah, we watched the game and talked a lot of shiggity. Soon as the Cowboys lost, we couldn't wait. Yeah, I was going to say, what y'all think? What you think about them games on Thursday? I like the Detroit game. You know, um, people, were, people were slamming. I, I, they want to do a petition to stop Detroit from being shown on Thanksgiving anymore. I'm like, bump that. I want to see the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions every right. Thanksgiving. It's not Thanksgiving that they don't play. That's the way I feel about I mean, it. They ain't got to play the Chicago all the time, but. They, they got to play in Detroit. Just as well, well. I want I want Detroit to play somebody, and usually I want it to be the Bears. That's who I want it to be. If All I right. see Detroit play anybody, it's Chicago. That's what I want to see them do. And 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 I like the crazy thing is I like the first game. The first game was way better than the last game. That's the crazy thing about it. The first the first game that came on at twelve o'clock was better than the Bills and uh, New Orleans game. Bills yeah, I didn't even watch out. that. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch that. I didn't even watch that game. I picked the Bills to win. I picked the Cowboys to win. I picked the Bears to win. So I got two out of three. I picked the Lions to win. I picked the Raiders I, I, I to told win. you. I, I said, what, what, what are you talking about, the Lions? Uh, listen, 
I, I felt the spirit. Felt like I was in Detroit. I, I just kept saying, what up, though? But you, <laughs> but you weren't alone. No. Watching the player show, all, uh, several of y'all said Detroit. And I was like, what the hell is... Y'all need to stay off that malt liquor. Y'all need to stay off that malt liquor. I'm just saying. No, it wasn't that. They picked Detroit because they believe Matt Nagy is getting fired the next day. Now, the Bears have never fired a, co- a, a, a coach. Mid-season. Mm-mm. But they believe that Matt Nagy is going to be the one. You know, they got the they got the fire Nagy chance at his son's football game. They got him at the, the Bulls game, Chicago Bulls basketball game. They're saying fire Matt Nagy, and they're saying it at the Chicago Bears game. It's, it's just, uh, it is crazy. So a lot so of I don't care if they up. were going to, I don't care if they were going to fire him on Friday. I knew uh, on Thursday, Detroit wasn't going to beat them. That's what I knew. <laughs> That's what I knew. They had a chance. It was, it was a good game. That was a good game. Oh. I, I, that was a way more entertaining game than that last game. And a lot of people, you know, like you were saying, the millennials, Always petitioning to get rid of some shit. Right. You were saying that. And I like I, I told you. I said pay I'm attention not, to what I'm, I'm saying. Petition. I don't hate them, but I'm telling you, I study them. I study millennials for a reason. It's because of what I do on you know my side job job. I study what they do and their trends and their patterns and their habits. And they do, they always want to change up something all the time. It's like I, I see like you. I see you, Dennis. You the host of the side, John. You, 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 you. We're co-hosting. We've been doing this now. How many weeks? How many months? I done lost track. I think this, I think this show number twenty. I think this number twenty, right? But, 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 hey, a millennial will say, "I'm changing up." Yeah. Why? Well, just I just want to just to do it. They don't have a reason. It's just but, because what you presented them. Is old and they want something fresh and new every single day. You th- that's not life, it's not even realistic. Right. And I and I believe that if you're gonna change anything, that which I I think that they're trying to change it, I'm not gonna say that they're not, but it damn sure should be Columbus then. Yeah, that that mess needed that should have been that up out of here. Change. That should have been up out of here. Well, meanwhile, we worried about changing the Washington football team name and the Cleveland baseball team name. Yeah. I think they're the Cleveland Guardians now. I think that's their name. I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I just, yeah. I, I try not, I try to be understanding. I don't know any full-blown Native Americans. I, I do know some people who are mixed African-American and Native American. I know a young lady in Raleigh. I've had conversations with her. And uh, she's like a high percentage Native American. It's not like trace 1%. So it's it's like she's like, according to her DNA, she's like 28 to 35% or 40% Native American of some, I forgot which tribe, but anyway, she, I was talking to her about this particular issue about these names, these sports names. And she said, the only one that bothered her is the Washington football team name. Indians, Braves, uh, which you Seminoles, Jeez. none of those, 
chiefs, not, none of those bother or offend her. Neither do their mascots. She said, now the Cleveland Indians one, they had two different logo, mascot logos. One was the regular Cleveland one with the word Cleveland on it. The other one was their face, that face chief, whatever they used to call them. And the way that they made him look was type was kind of racist. So when they got rid of that a few years ago, she was happy with that. But she said, but she didn't care about them keeping the name Cleveland Indians because Indians are brave people. And she doesn't have a problem with people saying that they're brave people. They were brave. They didn't, they always just think about who they are. They, they're over here living their lives and these other people come and just start raping and killing and pillaging them. And they fought to the death. Even the women. Right. <laughs> they're fighting to the death. You know what I'm saying? So they are brave. And there's nothing wrong with that, she was saying. So I don't know. I don't know. I just let them decide on that. As long as you're not naming your team the 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 Baltimore N-words, I'm fine. You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> you want to change that? That's fine. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about something else out there. You know, that's uh, quite quite a subject now. Uh, we're talking about tattoos, a.k.a. tatted up. Tat now, now, we got different issues on tattoos. I'm going to let you explain yours to the people about your tattoo issue. Well, it's not going to happen. Is that what you describe it as, as an issue? It's an issue. You got me on here just act looking like a real old woman right now. I tell you, like I'm just ornery. <laughs> like I'm, I'm old and crotchety, I guess. But, um, you know, I never wanted a tattoo except for there was a short period in my life that I said I was going to fulfill a particular goal. And I think this was when I was about 40, 42-ish, somewhere at that age. And I said, you know, if I reach this goal right here, I may get a tattoo, but it's going to be hidden. It's not going to be visible anywhere. Nobody can see it but me. But then I started thinking, so if nobody can see it but me, what's the purpose of me getting this tattoo? It's like, what's the, pur I don't get it. And I said, well, but then I don't want visible tattoos. You know, my son's got tattoos, my niece's got tattoos. I know a lot of people with tattoos, but <clears throat> I think what my thing is, I do not understand the, the big deal about tattoos why is it like a rite of passage for people to get a tattoo because if you look at what you're doing you're inking up your body you're just inking up your body you're putting something that's going to be on there permanently until you die and i don't i'm it's like branding and and i can't get that comparison out of my mind and that that could just be my sensitivity but I remember, well, I don't remember, but I'm told of the time when branding was put on us because we were property to somebody. And I just, ever since then, I'm just like, I'm not putting, I'm not heating or branding or inking anything to my skin that's going to permanently identify me. I'm just not going to do that. But that's just me. 
and I try not to uh, put my opinion over on other people. I'm just I'm just a person who tries to understand other people. This is why I ask these questions. Remember, I was telling you about that. It's not that I'm looking down on or judging people who are different than I am. I'm just trying to understand their thought processes and feelings about it. So, I mean, I've asked people about tattoos and most of the time the response I get is, I don't know, I just wanted a tattoo. So nobody's, I'm not any wiser because nobody's giving me reasons. Nobody's telling me why. Okay. Um, I don't have any tattoos. I, I used to want a lot of them. Um, I'm glad I didn't get, you know, some of them. Some tattoo, some, okay, let, let me break this down, this tattoo thing. Um, I, I came up in an era where there were people that was, you know, out there, there were tattoo artists that was out there just freelancing, doing tattoos, right? And um, they weren't you know, legal tattoo artists. I didn't know it was illegal, legal. A legal secret. What I mean is license. They had a license to do it I ain't or whatever. A license for it. Just let you, just let you know. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know none of that. I was, uh, I was naive to all of that. Let me just say that. And you know, they was going around doing people tattoos. It's like, yeah, I had a tattoo artist boy in my house the other day. Yeah, he just put the jaw on my neck, and I go look at their tattoo. And I'm like, well, what does it say? <laughs> like, like if I got to do all that to see what it say on your neck. That ain't the tattoo I want. I don't want that tattoo. And I used to call those, so, I called those dirty tattoos. That's what I call them. So, those, so it was poor quality, you're saying? Very, very poor. Very mm -hmm. poor quality. Very poor. Then people used to have tattoo parties, right? They have a tattoo party. It's 40 people in line, one tattoo artist. 40 people in line, one tattoo artist. And there's always that one girl that want to get something extra right near her thing. We little, I ain't going to go X-rated, but it's right now her thing. And she want to get something extra right there. Like, I don't even want to see you get this tattoo. Like, this, and I and I love women, but I don't even want to see you get this tattoo. Like, why would you get that tattoo or the tattoo? You're supposed to get something on your arm, something quick so he can keep going, make his money. He can't get no. And, and then, you know, you see, after she get done with that ignorant mess that she had on her leg, then you ask the girl, well, what is it say? <laughs> like, I got to keep asking you what it say. That's not a good tattoo. Now, you got some people out there who got really good tattoos, look real good on them. And they got like, you know, certain things that they wrote, you know, uh, you know, like uh, maybe they got a Bible verse. Some people have, um, you know, something that uh, sign sign uh, signifies their whole family. Like Rashid Wallace, he got like the Pharaoh thing on his arm that signifies his whole family. Um, you got some people, they got tattoos of their grandma on their face, you know. Hey, they, on your face. Right. It was a tattoo he had that was of his grandma on his face. It's like right here. And he changed it to L.A. And I, and I, and we talking about the rapper game. Yeah, I know. He changed to LA and I said, I wasn't, I don't care who my boss is. I ain't changing my dead grandma tattoo for no one. If it's my grandma tattoo, then it's going to stay there. That's my grandma. 
Yeah, if I'm going to put that on my face, you're right. I guess it, it will stay there. I'm not going to let you dictate that I'm, I got to take my grandmama off. No. Right, and put L.A. on <laughs> Right. Like I said, well, a lot I, of the tattoos. I, I, like I said, I, I still may get one. I'm glad I didn't get one when I was in New Orleans because I was close to getting one in New Orleans. I'm glad I didn't get it. But I still may get one. I still may get one. See, I, I just don't have any... Any desire to get one. Um, I, and, and let me tell you something else about, about tattoos. Visible tattoos. I don't, I'm not a fan of visible tattoos. If you're going to get tattoos, get it in places where if you have on regular old clothes, you can't see the tattoos. That's what I say. Because ta- if you're getting a tattoo, it's really for you and your significant others or whoever. It's not really for us. We don't want to see what your body art is. We don't really care, do we? Do I mean, do we? Well, you know do who surprised really? me with all these tattoos? D.L. Hughley. He surprised yeah. me with those tattoos. And I don't know about nobody else, but it just surprised me because I've been a fan of D.L. Hughley since since the early 90s, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, what made me him get too. all these tattoos so late? Yeah, yeah. I guess I am with you on that because I followed him his entire career. Right. Even when he had and, his TV show, right. I remember him having all the tattoos. No, he didn't. He didn't have tattoos. This is a recent thing for him. He he talked about it in the interview, and I can't remember what he said because, you know, me and tattoos, the tattoos I just don't keep in here. The reason for them, and I, I just don't. But... um. Yeah, I was shocked by that. But I'm gonna give you a good, a good comparison on a before and after, on an artist. Okay? okay. I was talking to you about these tattoos, and I said one of the things I don't like about tattoos is when people get a whole lot of them and they're visible. Like it's just a whole bunch of tattoos. You're looking at them, and you, you lose track of which is clothing and what is tattooed on the person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got. They've got so many tattoos. You're like, you got to take a second or third look and say, okay, that's the tattoo. That's his arm. Okay, let me see what this, and trying to figure out what it says or whatever on his neck and arm. I don't know. It almost looked like it's dirty or something to me. It's, it like, it messes with my eyes when I'm looking at a person. It's sometimes it's hard for me to see how handsome or beautiful the person is because I'm distracted by the tattoos. That's me. This is who I am. I'm sorry. And uh, in case in point is Chris Brown. I remember when Chris Brown, I remember Chris Brown's first, very first song, his first album. And, you know, I'm an older person, but I fell in love with dude. I just thought his voice was just beautiful and he was, he could dance and all of that. Love Chris Brown. The worst problems the more problems he started having in his life more tattoos he got and it just changed them he it, he it makes him look darker not darker like skin color dark i mean dark as in a dark cast over his spirit okay. to me that's what i mean i'm you know i don't have no problem with no dark skin my mom was dark so i don't have no problem with that no no but, you mean you mean you got that black cloud on right it just like in in it <clears throat> 
every time he would have a prop, have trouble, the next time he would come back on the scene, he's gotten three, four more tattoos somewhere. And then they're all up on his neck now and all. And it just, it has changed who he appears to be to the public now. So it's more in line with that bad boy, uh, what do you call it, reputation. And he's not a bad dude at all. Mm. But but people can, Justin Bieber, same thing. Mm. Same thing. And it's just, it's just like, I don't understand the attraction of it. I just don't. I see these women. I, I watch a lot of wedding shows. At least I used to until I got hooked on Hallmark, Hallmark movies. But anyway, that's another story. I used to watch uh, Say Yes to the Dress all the time. And invariably, they'll have somebody coming in there with all these tattoos on her body. And she's trying on wedding dresses. And I'm looking at her trying on wedding dress with all these wings coming up and roses, big gaudy stuff all up here and all up her neck. And she puts this wedding dress on and their mamas are sitting there. I can't even see the dress with all those tattoos. And I'm like, I, I feel her. I feel what she's talking about. It's not a put down. It's just how we visibly process the look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so mean. that's how I process. I'm like, no, there's no way in the world you'll ever see me get one because I don't, I don't want that look on me. But anybody else, they have a right to get it, but I just don't see the attraction. Now, here's the one that I always thought was crazy. To the people that went and got their, uh, the person that they were dating, name <laughs> tattooed on them, I, I always thought that was crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that's going to be with you forever. And this mm -hmm. is the name that you want to get tattooed on you. Yep. Uh, what happens always, if you break up? Right. You know, well, usually when they break up, they get it covered. It's usually a big rose. Or uh, in the 90s, everybody was getting that Black Panther on them. Or, um, you know, I see some people get the Chinese tattoo with somebody's name on them so they can just tell you that as anything? Yeah. yeah. They don't know Chinese. Don't know the hottest is even correct. And the words <laughs> of Steve Harvey, that, that can say shit here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's where Steve Harvey. Sure could. And they wouldn't know. But they running around getting stuff put on their bodies. I don't get it. I didn't get it either. Now, like I said, the ones that was getting good stuff put on them. And then and then you also have those ones that is a tradition in their family. Uh, I think most of them are Samoan. Don't quote me on that. But they go and they, you know, they get their whole sleeve done to their chest. You know, I think it's the firstborn son. I think that's what it is. I don't want to be, you know, misquoted. But the firstborn son, they get the whole sleeve done to the chest. And I think they got to get their whole leg done, too. And I, I supposedly somebody said it take about eight hours, and every couple of hours they got to keep going into the ocean so it can heal up, and then come back and get the rest done. They they look nice though. Look nice, nice look, nice looking tradition. Look nice on. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. I'm just not. I I have no. 
And, you know, sometimes somebody will show me a tattoo and I will say, you know what, that's a nice tattoo because of the artwork. Right. That's what I'm but looking the, for. Right. I like but good artwork. Is, and you can look at the tattoo and you'd be like, man, that really looks nice. That really looks good. But them dirty tattoos, I got, what, what is that? <laughs> I call it a dirty. If I gotta do that, it's a dirty tattoo. What's, what's that? I have to say, my um, my son, my beloved son, got my name on his on his arm. It was one of his first. I think it was his first tattoo. He said, "I got you on it. I got you, mom." And he really he felt that because he got me that I would be okay with it since it's me, since it's my name. So I did say, I, I told him, I said, well, you know what? You know, I, I do thank you for the tribute because I didn't want to just be all negative, you know? Right. So I thanked, I did. I thanked him for the tribute. And I feel good about that, but yeah. I know, I know another one of my homies, he did that. He uh, he got his mom on him, too. That was his first tattoo. He was 14. He got his mom on him. Then he was talking to me. And said, oh, you should get a tattoo. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't even like needles. Uh, his was nice, though. His was a nice tattoo. It wasn't one of the ones I had. To, it was a nice tattoo. And, and I, was, well, I was 13 at the time, so his was nice. You know, that's what people used to go to tattoo parlors. Once I got to about 17, it was the tattoo. The guys did the tattoos with the same guy they were selling drugs to. Wow. And they sitting there like, yo, you do good tattoos, though. You did this, Joe. You did this one right here. What? Well, what'd it say? Oh, this one got my girl name on it. say uh, Veronica. That shit look like it say studio. <laughs> Trying to figure out what you did. Did you look at it? He said, yeah, he's going to come back tomorrow and put the color on it. Same or, guy. Or he, or, 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 Hold on, or, Shannon, Shannon. Same guy. Oh. Same tattoo. No color. To this day. Okay. Wow. <laughs> same, same tattoo. No oh, these, you oh, were 13? You were I 13 was, at that time? I was 17 at that time. 17. 17. And they, he still doesn't have still got so no color. 18 years later, still no color. <laughs> he still ain't got no color. Still ain't got no color. <laughs> Well, look, what about the people who get tattoos and it's like code, meaning something else? Other people look at it. We don't know what it means. You know what I mean? Well, I don't, so I don't you, know you, why they got the one with code on. No, like they'll get, they'll get um, an acronym, like A period, T period, S period, B period. Oh, 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 oh okay. And that's all it says. And you'd be like, okay, well, what does that mean? It means blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I had some people that used to get, they used to get, uh, when I was growing up, people used to get FF, first family, or they'll get MOB, money over, you know what the B is. Yeah, B, I just. Yeah. It's like, they get a lot of slogans put on. But I mean, some people get slogans that's not popular. It doesn't mean anything to anybody but them, but is what them, I'm right. saying. The MOB, everybody knew what that meant. Right. But 
if I get this little phrase and you don't know what nobody knows what it means but me, it's like, okay, oh, you just want everybody to stop you and ask you what it means, right? Uh, that's, that's like if I got, is that what it is? You just want like attention. If I got AAH put on me, and everybody, what's AAH? Alcohol always helps. That's what I was saying for. AAH. <laughs> Alcohol okay. always helps. That, you know, people sit there and they'll be, you know, they'll say the same thing. They'll be, oh, what, what does that mean? You know, I remember when I was younger, I used to always be talking about FBI. And he was like, you should get that tattoo on you. I'm like, no, I'm not getting FBI tattoo. No. I wouldn't. That's like getting CIA tapped. Why would I want CIA, FBI? I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. You don't care what. I don't care if it means uh, fat bitches are ignorant. I don't care. I'm not putting <laughs> FBI on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, not right. gonna do that. But um, yeah, y'all watching the side John with Dennis Holmes and Sharon Mullen two yes. days after Thanksgiving. So we thank y'all for watching and, and sticking and around with us. Right. Eating your turkey salad. Yeah. Don't that. Make sure you oh, eat yeah, your turkey salad. Because my sister is going to make some turkey salad out of all that turkey. I got to get her these uh, scallions, though, so she can make that turkey salad. Right. It's all about that turkey salad. Today's turkey, today's turkey salad. salad. Now, I've talked about me hosting my, my Thanksgiving. Do you have one when you were hosting your Thanksgiving? I do. Okay. It was very, it was very, very special Thanksgiving. Um, my son was young. Um, he was about, I think he was about 13, 12, 12 or 13. And um, my uh, parents spent Christmas out of town. So their house was empty. So they, you know, they left their house and went out of town. I no, my son wasn't that old. He was he was little little. Yeah, he was little. Like five, like four or five years old. And um my parents decided to go visit extended family out of town. And I had to work right up to Christmas, right up to Thanksgiving. So I couldn't go. So I decided that I was going to host Thanksgiving at my mother's house, mom and dad's house, and invite, let me call them my, my ex, I'll just say my ex's family over. So that's my son's father and his family okay. over at Thanksgiving. And man, what what you talking about did I throw down? I cooked every I had everything. The only thing that I had anybody bring was like drinks. And somebody insisted on bringing one of his uh pound cakes. And um I told him he didn't have to bring the pound cake because I was already cooking, you know, making desserts. He didn't need it, but he just insisted on bringing his pound cake. So fine. And um, but I had everything, Dennis. I had I had turkey and ham. And I had a pot roast as well. Then I had um, mashed potatoes, 
green beans. I had greens. I had baked tomatoes. I had my potato, my signature potato salad. I had macaroni and cheese. I had rice. I had gravy, of course. And then I had I had corn, corn, coleslaw. I had tossed salad too, like chef salad, tossed salad. And I had um, I said green beans and greens, but I had something else. There's something I'm missing. I made a sweet potato pie. Oh, sweet potato casserole. I had a sweet potato casserole. I had a sweet potato pie. I made a yellow cake with chocolate icing and I made an apple pie. And had all that food. I mean, it was delicious. And I served it on in the formal dining room with the fine china and all that. And see, his family wasn't used to that. They weren't used to that type of setting. And so it was a really great Thanksgiving, even though I wasn't there with my family. And it was like one of the first Thanksgivings I was not with my family. And that was difficult for me. But um, yeah, it was it was hard, but it was a nice Thanksgiving. They came and they ate that food, boy. If I can find those pictures, I, I, I don't know what happened to the pictures because I took pictures of the ta- of the spread. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I made some homemade rolls too. I forgot about that. But I had sweet potato biscuits. And they had never heard of sweet potato biscuits. I ain't never heard of it either. Mm-hmm. That's something my father used to have a fit for, sweet potato biscuits. That was his favorite thing. So yeah, it was fun. We, you know, we we came, we watched football, we ate, laughed, drunk, acting a fool up in that house. It was it was like 15 of us. There was a lot of people sitting around that table. And we made it fit because I believe that that table held a 10. There's four people on either side. In the end, that's 10. And then we just pulled up. Chair, we just made room. We all sat around that table. That was cool. Now, since we now that was a good time. That was a good time. Now, to me, I always think that the bad time is when you can't get rid of people. You ever have those people that come over Thanksgiving and you just can't get rid of them? Now, I've been I've been on both sides of this. I've been the one that they had to get rid of, <laughs> and I've been the family member that listen when they going home, like. <laughs> Right. I, I don't feel like playing no more pinochle. I ain't playing no more spades. We we made we had the turkey salad. Turkey salad is gone. It's when gone. They gonna, don't they gotta go to work? When they going home? <laughs> you know, I I don't remember a time when somebody wouldn't go home from Thanksgiving. But I got plenty of examples of people who would not go home from the party at our house. So so let me explain. Our house was one of the largest houses on the in the in the, in the in the on the street, okay? And so therefore we had a lot of room in the house itself. And then we had a basement. And every time a group of people at our church wanted to party, they would convince my father to have a party. <laughs> That's what it was. They didn't want to host the party. 
because they know when they come to the, to the mother's house, they're going to have good food and good drink. Because my mother is a master at food. All right. So I remember we there was a couple. I'm not going to say their names. I don't know who's watching. So right. I'm not going to say their names, but they live near us. I'll just say that. Thank God for them that they live near us because they would get so drunk. They would always be the one of the last two people to leave our house. It's three, four o'clock in the morning and we trying to go to bed. They still there and they're trying to get out. They trying to get up the stairs. Remember, I told you they're partying in the basement. <laughs> so drunk. They have to put one of them had to put the hands on the other one. While the other one's trying to walk up the step, go up. So I can just see them right now. If she was watching, I'm sure she's cracking up because you can see them. I can see them right now. One putting the hands up on the rail and the other one got their hands on his shoulder and they laughing. They steady laughing and talking, man, that was so much fun, man. I'm feeling pretty good. I sure hate to leave. I'm so glad they had this part. I mean, they just talking drunk as hell trying to leave the house. Good thing for them, they could walk home. Because driving, I don't know, but they did try to drive a few times. But one morning, from what I understand, they were found in their driveway with the car still running, sleep. <laughs> from the party, from our house, <laughs> they were still there that morning. <laughs> So, yeah, there were times when we would have people who would not want to go home from a party, but Thanksgiving, nah. Nah. Yeah, she was talking about it. She said, she said it was comedy watching them leave. I remember they fell asleep in their driveway with the garage door open. Yep. And a neighbor found them. Yep. They were, they were drunk. They, they had come from our house, from the, from the party. And they drove home. They got in the driveway, put the door up, out. <laughs> no, that's, that's I mean, they literally live like very close. I'll just say very close. Yeah, you gotta. So them the type of people you you gotta just know. Yeah, we gonna we gonna buy y'all camping uh a camping set for for Christmas. Y'all gonna be sleeping here a lot. So yeah, man. Uh, but they party. They, our house was the party house though. And then my father did, when my father would do things, he always did it big. It wasn't, he didn't do things halfway in anything that he did or my mom. He didn't do things halfway. Mom was always, you know how they say opposites attract, right? My yeah. mom and dad were the opposites, but they also complimented each other. Where she's uh, not the best at, he's best at. Where he's not the best at, she's best at. So they complimented each other and she would bring the refinement in the class to the event. He bought the fun and the thoroughness to the event. He would think of every little detail, every little thing and have every, he had every liquor known to man at these parties. I mean, every, I, there's not a liquor I could think of. He didn't have mm. Okay. Keep the bar. He would keep the bar full on tilt all day, every day. Every day. 
So when it's time for a party, he ain't got to go run out and get liquor all the time. He kept liquor. And see, that's why Sheila and I are not, we've never been like alcoholic or drunk or not. We grew up around it and it was no big deal. It was no big deal to us to see liquor. I used to look, I used to pour drinks. I used to be standing behind the bar, mixing, pouring their pouring their drinks and stuff sometime. <laughs> so, and I'm a kid. I wasn't in high school yet. I'm pouring drinks. I wasn't drinking the stuff, I'm just pouring it. Yeah, and it's crazy because they want you to pour them their drink. <laughs> this is the crazy thing about it. I don't know, make me a drink, make me a drink. Yeah, well, give, give me, give me, give me some of that, give me some of that gin yeah. right there. Right, right, right. And then put the ginger ale in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, ho, ho, ho. That's enough. That's right. enough. Then put two ice cubes in. Right, right. Put two ice cubes in. Uh, my man, my man. Here you go. Right there. Right hey, Jerf. You, you, you going to be a little, the little bartender. Right. Hyping you, you up and all that. Now, children's services trying to come get your child if you try to do that now. See, these people, this overreaching is crazy. But um, but we had it together. We had it on straight, though. We weren't trying to abuse anything. And and they used to have us down there singing and dancing with them. They wanted yes. to see people dance. We would dance with some of the old men. I had dancing partners, you know, old men. But it was nothing distasteful or, you know, like a dirty old man-ish. It was nothing like that. Now, if people would go off, people go off deep end, they knew some of the stuff we used to do. Yeah, but it was, it was no big deal back then. I'm telling you, that. Dennis, I'm telling you, growing up in the 70s, that was a time to be alive. I'm just telling you. I can't, tell, I can't explain it to people. 70s was a great decade. It was a great decade. It was. Cool. I, uh, I, I was born in the 80s. And, and grew up in the 90s, so... Uh, See, the 80s, that's that's the me, the me decade. That's when the me decade started. Everything is about me. Me, me, me. Even commercials changed in the 80s. Mm. Mm-hmm. It all became about me, 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 money, 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 me, me, me. So what was the 90s? The, the 90s... There was a bunch of wannabes? 90s was was the flossing decade. Everybody wanted to floss. Everybody putting on and pretending to be something they're not. Bling bling came became popular. The bling started. The bling started in really the late 90s. Before what's his name? Uh, before Little Wayne created the word bling. Yeah. That was still the bling decade. It just wasn't called bling. It was called flossing because you were flossing back then. Yeah, I, I, I would call it the. Uh, it, it, it was the crack. It was the crack decade too. So I would that's what it fake, was too. I would call it the fake decade because people mm. were buying fake clothes. Fake clothes was very popular back then. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. knockoff, the knockoff game was very popular. You can't get too many knockoffs now like you could back then. Yeah, but see that that was that was the time when everybody wanted to. Uh, show or look like they were something that they weren't. It wasn't, exactly. And you could get hood away rich. with it. Hood rich. It was hood rich. Right. Mm-hmm. That was big in the 90s, but the 80s was me. Everything is about me, 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 me. What I want, bump you. Me, 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 me. That was it. That was the 80s. Yeah. 
The seventies was more about uh, community. It was a very community, peace, love, not war generation of people in the seventies. There was still racism, don't get me wrong. There was still sexism. Women still weren't respected. We get all that. I'm not saying it was utopia, but it was a great decade to grow up in. It really was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had the I had the uh, Thanksgiving that I couldn't get rid of a couple family members and they. What happened? They, it, it took a long time for them to go. You mean they wouldn't leave that day? They stayed days or what? What you? What we you talking mean? about days? Or I'm talking about like. Oh my. Uh, yeah, we we talking about it took damn near the Tuesday. What? Yeah. Here. Took damn near the Tuesday for them to leave out. And I was just sitting there, I was like, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to people, I'm like, don't they got somewhere to go? So then people be calling like, oh man, what y'all got to eat? Well, you know, such and such still here. So we should be about out of food. You know what I mean? <laughs> food should be damn near gone. They like, they still there? Yeah, they still there. Oh, Tuesday, Lord. Tuesday, they even went. They even went on Friday. Went home, got some clothes, and came back. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? There was one time when we had some people who wouldn't leave. Oh my goodness, I remember now. It was. Well, they're no longer here. They're no longer with us. So may they both rest in peace. But. It was some distant relatives. It was her and her husband. And they came to our house for the first and only time. And they were supposed to stay like two days and ended up staying five or six. And Sheila and I were like, dang, when, is, when are they leaving? I re- just now remember that. You, that's what you be sitting there thinking. You be like, hold up, man. Everything goes Thanksgiving. You're still here. <laughs> and it was over a holiday. And it might have been Thanksgiving, but I know it was over a holiday. And we were like, where, where are they going on, Mom? I had, I had this conversation uh, <laughs> with, this, with this girl, and she was telling me that she hosted Thanksgiving. And um, one of her family members come on Thanksgiving and let her know that she ain't got nowhere to stay. So she ended up staying, you know, till income tax time, till about March from Thanksgiving. I was like, damn. She, Whoa. Like, she, just, she just hit me with that. She ain't had nowhere to stay. And she ended up staying tomorrow. I said, damn. March? Like, damn. Well, only thing I can say is thank God I've never been in that situation that I have had to do that. I'm just going to say that. Because that had to be... Uh, if I get the ball rolling like I want to... No, let me say it right away. When I get the ball rolling like I want to, mm-hmm. I will have a Thanksgiving week where the family do stay. I will have one of those. When I get the I ball rolling. I think that would be fun. I've always wanted to, let me say what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to rent, I guess you would call it like an Airbnb now. Yeah. Just rent a big old house and invite all of us first cousins to go um, in our families to go and spend 
like a weekend at the beach or something. I want to do it at the beach. I've always wanted to do that, wanted us to do that. And I don't, we, we, it's just, we never do it on either side of the family. We just don't, but it, it's different than a, than a reunion. It's, it's just, it's just going to the beach. I just always wanted to do that. I love the beach and I love my cousins and I just thought it would be, you know, a nice way to do it. And I wish I could do it and pay for it all. They don't have to spend a dime. Yeah, that's what I, I, mean, I that's I what could, I want. I could just drop it down. Bam. I want it. I want it to be taken care I, of. I, I mean, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I got a vision that I, I wanted I want the ball to roll so good that uh one of those cruise ships tell us that they want us on a on a ship and have our show there. And we invite our whole family. And we have both families there blended and we we have a we actually have a big old show on a cruise ship and we do like a good Five days there, just good, just good family time and vibes. That'd be good, right? I can see us doing that with the side Joan. That's exactly what I was talking about. Side Joan week, forget side Joan Saturday. We need to do it all week. The side Joan week, <laughs> week with the side Joan. That would be cool, Dennis. But you'd have to, you'd have to get me on the ship first because you know I ain't going on no ship. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Now, if the ship stay docked at the shore, I'll be there all five days. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you to stay docked. You stay on the port. I'm good. I have you, I think they got two nurses on there. I had you go see the nurse as soon as we get there. She give you those pills, you'll be all right. Dennis, the pills wear off. No. Mm-mm. I, when I'm on, when I'm at the beach and I look out into the ocean. And I see that dot of the ship way out there. No, I ain't going out there. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. And that big old ocean that I'm looking at? No. And it, it be and I and I'm gonna keep it real with you. It be times when you go out there on the on the ship at night, it's pitch black out there. It's pitch black out there, and you don't see nothing. And people I be out see- there. And I, I call them crazy people because they be out there just, you know, laid back on the beach chair, looking up, and I'm like, this is not something to be looking up at. It is too, you don't know what could jump out at you at this time. I can't do that, Dennis. I've done it. I can't do it. I've done it because you got you to gotta get that 24-hour pizza if you leave the club. Something about that 24-7 pizza on those cruise ships. <laughs> they all they do is make pizza all day. Something about that 24-7 pizza on that cruise ship? Child. <laughs> well, listen. Blow your mind. You know I'm funny about food. I'm yeah. funny about food. I'm a little arrogant about food, I guess. Because I always feel like nobody's food tastes better than my own. So what I'm going to say to you is that pizza cannot be good enough to make me get my butt on a ship out in that ocean that I'm looking at. That's what I'm gonna say. I that food, that pizza had to be so good, make you slap everybody. Not now, just one, your mama, now, the, the everybody. One thing, the one thing that I, I did enjoy, and I only got to do this a couple of times because I was I was doing the club scene too heavy on the cruise, but when you actually do uh, get up and get to see the sunrise, that's actually a beautiful thing, seeing the sunrise. I, I'm yeah, but, that. but Dennis, 
It's beautiful to see from the beach on the shore. Man, I don't even, need to be in the middle of the ocean to see that. It's even better a right there. Sunrise on the beach is gorgeous. I have pictures and video of it that I keep and I watch like on those days when, when I'm feeling down and I'm feeling low, I'll pull out my phone and look at the video of the, of the, of the, of the uh, that I took of the sunrise on Myrtle Beach. And I love it. I don't have to be out in that ocean. Right there on the ocean. You know, they, they got a song, what's the name? K-John? Out here on the ocean. No. You get a chance to listen to that song. Song by I'm going I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do it one time for my sister because I do believe that she wants to go on um a cruise for her sister's birthday. Yeah, yeah. And a, a special birthday. It's a special birthday. Special and birthday. I'm not sure if she wants to do that now because of the pandemic. And if the pandemic is still going on, she's not gonna want to go. I don't believe. But just in case she does, I'm trying to get myself mentally prepared. I'm just going to have to drink a whole lot of Jack Daniels and be drunk the whole time or something. So make sure you because, get the liquor. Make sure you get the liquor package, which I don't really recommend. I don't recommend getting the liquor package because it's, it's kind of like, you know, you got to take those 15 drinks a day or you felt as though you ain't get your money's worth. But I'm gonna need the 15 drinks a day if I'm gonna be out in that ocean, uh, and not just in my stateroom. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna be in the room because I don't want to look out the window and see that ocean. That will take. Didn't I tell you about the time that I flew over to Tampa Bay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. Now, now that was just a that was just a quick trip out over the bay and around. Do you do you take those other boat trips like the? Uh, like in Philadelphia, we got the spirit of Philadelphia. You know, just go through the little. River. They got the spirit of Norfolk in Norfolk, Virginia. I've never been on that one. Now, in Michigan, in Detroit, they had the lands down, but it used to stay docked. Then, when I was in D.C., they had a a little ship that was on the uh, the Potomac River. It's that river where the planes fly over. I guess that's the Potomac. I don't know what exactly. river it was. But, um, and they had a ship that used to go out in the bay part right there. But that's it. But have you been on any of them, though? Yeah. Oh, all right. So you could. But it's right the, there. But you can still see land. So you good with just, you still see land and you. Wait, wait, because, they, they be, because it doesn't go too far from the land. Okay. Ocean. When you, you when you're on a cruise, from what I understand, you're way out there. Oh, you out there. Oh, you out there. And and like I said, I've yeah. seen the ships from the from the shore in South Carolina. I'm looking out, and you can actually see them. They're dots, and you can see that it's a ship, but it's way out here. And I'm like, and it's farther than you think. That's why it's this this tiny when you're looking at it. Oh yeah. I can't do that. But after after the like, what is it? After the first day? As a matter of fact, when I first got on a cruise ship, I didn't even know we was moving. I don't want to hear it. I mean, I know they hit the bell and all that. They hit the well, not the bell, they hit the horn. They hit the horn. We had the speech. They hit I don't like the speech either. Let me get that out of the way. People be on cruise ships. I don't like the disrespectful speech. 
I feel as though it's disrespectful. <laughs> it ain't been a cruise hey. on, but they got to give you the whole instructions of if the cruise go down and all that. And, um, you know, what emergency exit you're supposed to go through, you know. Oh, like they do on a plane. It's the same thing. No, nah, it's a little different. Now, on a boat. Well, tell me, tell me about this speech now. I need to know. What, what a, you talking on about? A, on a boat, they, uh, they want to line you up and let you know exactly where you're going to be at. Um, you you got to... It was like two or three dudes giving out this speech. You know, it usually take about a half an hour that they get a speech out. See, my sister's been on a cruise. She ain't tell me nothing about no speech. She ain't tell me nothing it, about it, this. It go by, it go by, but I, I never liked it. I've been on two different cruise ships, and neither one of them was like, "Oh, thanks for giving us the instructions. This is a good safety tip." Like, no, I, I know the safety that you're trying to give out, but I think you could have said that a little bit better, player. Maybe what I just kind of stuff too. would they would they tell you? Uh, make sure you make sure like, what, what the guy say to me. He was like, "You need to be in your right area. Make sure that you're there." Like, hold up, we're trying to figure out what our right area is. Like, then it was another ship I was on. He was like, "Um, uh, you know, emergency can happen at any time, so I need people to make sure that they want their p's and q's and and not listening to music and stuff." I'm like, "Man, we on a cruise ship. We gonna be on a cruise ship, relaxing." Like, y'all, y'all saying all the wrong shit. I think like I said somebody. Somebody else could have introduced that way better. And it's not, and it's, to me, it's I think it was supposed to be the cruise director that was supposed to give out those instructions. But on the two ships I was on, it was never the cruise director that gave out those instructions. It was somebody else. I don't care who's doing it. I don't need to be frightened before the thing even no, take off. it ain't off. that they frighten me. It's just that they was, to me, it ain't that they frighten me because I was, at the end of the day, the ship go down, you know, you it's either sink or swim. You know what I mean? That's this is what it is. Sink or swim. That just is what it is. And if it's my time to go, this is how I'm gonna go. That's all that's how I just look at it. But at the end of the day, I'm listening to what you're saying about the safety, but you could have presented it in a better way. Well, look, I ain't tempting I ain't tempting fate. I'm not right. tempting. See, that's but my you, thing. You, I understand if this if, if it's your time to go, it's your, I got it. But I'm not running around here just taking chances all willy-nilly. That's my thing. Right. And I, and I was <laughs> so, on, in the, last, in the last cruise ship I was on, the boat broke down. The boat broke down. People was getting, people got sick on the ship, like I told you. Um, we had to stay an extra day. We was on the oldest ship. Uh, we was on the oldest ship that was in the Royal Caribbean. Is it Royal Caribbean? Yeah, Royal Caribbean. Yeah, Royal Caribbean. It was on the oldest ship on the Royal Caribbean. It's called the Grandeur mm-hmm. of the Seas. It's not even a ship no more. But if you look it up, they'll tell you it's called the Grandmom of the Seas. That's how old it is. And there was a lot of people that was on that ship that was <clears throat> that looked like they did. That, well, they, they told us. They said we wasn't going to no nursing home. It's cheaper to be on a cruise ship than it is being a nursing home. They said a cruise ship, I got a nurse here. I got all my meals here. I get to go wherever I want to. And I ain't got to worry about nothing else. That's true. And it probably is cheaper because the nursing home is expensive. It's all get out. I ain't no nursing home was that expensive. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's ridiculous. Because I was like, these, these weekly cruise ships like $1,000. That's why you, you better you you better talk to you better talk to Adam about some long term care insurance. I'm just telling you. Man, he's right. He's right. But that long term. No, 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 no. Long term care insurance. Uh, you don't have that. No. 
I can bet my next check you don't have long-term care insurance. I got a, I got bury me, bury me so nobody else got to pay for insurance. That's what I got. That's fine, but you need some long-term care. So when you if you need to go into the nursing home, you get some help with that financing because I'm telling you that stuff is already expensive now. By the time you get my age and older, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be ridiculous. This I'm already scared of it myself because I don't have any. I'm be on a cruise ship. That stuff is expensive. The 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 insurance, the premium is expensive. <clears throat> so and that's a good and that's not even a good nursing home. That's the crazy thing about it. This any nur- even- any home, any yeah. nursing home. They're all expensive from the worst of the worst to the best of the best. They're all expensive. Mm, mm, mm. Crazy, but I need to ask you something. Uh-oh. I know we didn't talk about sports much today at all, but I need to talk to you about this LeBron James thing. Okay. I think it might be time for him to retire. You think so? And you know why I say so? Now, I know LeBron stands are going to be mad at me. I'm a LeBron fan, not a stand, right? But it might be time for him to retire. You know why? Twice in a week now, he's been fine. Yeah. Twice. He's been suspended one time, fine another time. Um, so he was he was he was he was uh suspended a game for the incident with the Isaiah dude. Right, Isaiah right? Stewart. Stewart, yeah. Now, from the Indiana game, from what I understand, he grabbed his crotch or something. He did the he, you know, you remember the movie uh uh what's what's the name of that damn movie? God damn. What's the name of the movie about the Cleveland Indians? It had Wesley Snipes and uh, Charlie Sheen on it. Oh, um, oh, that movie is funny as hell. <laughs> I, can't remember, I can't remember. Major League, Major, Major League, League. And, and, yes. and, and Major League Two. You remember they had the guy uh, from 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 Asia. He was like, "You have no marbles." Remember that? And he and yes. then he finally hit the home run. He did the thing with the ball. That's what LeBron. Yes. Did. LeBron did that same thing, the, the marbles thing. Right. right, and they find him. Right, and the two, they find and the two people that he went and got kicked out of the game because they were saying something about his son, and, right. they, and they called him a gorilla, and, and mm-hmm. it was out of control. They, they yeah, they, he, he got rid of them, and I'm fine with that, but the finding is what I'm talking about mainly. It's like all of a sudden, I, this is unheard of for him. The, the NBA don't find LeBron. They don't suspend LeBron. They don't. They don't eject LeBron. It's LeBron. But all of a sudden, he's just getting treated like any other player. I just think it's time for him to retire. Because he's yeah. not used to this right here. I'm last, not used to seeing this. And last night as I was watching him in overtime, you know, for the first time I was actually watching, I was like, I've never seen LeBron just come down and be gunning like this. Usually he's one to pass the ball up. But he was coming down. He was just gunning. He was like, like, ain't nobody else going to make it. I'm going to make it. Like, he was on the league of his own or something. I'm like, I tell you, he took over, and he won the game for L.A. No, no, they lost. No, I mean in the win. Oh, you talking about that that uh, that other game? Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about last night, they lost. They lost to uh, Sacktown. That's what they lost. To. They lost to the Kings? They lost to the Kings in double overtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna. We ain't gonna talk about the Kings because I believe it alone. I believe the Kings alone. Well, let me just say this: I 
it, I, I just not, I'm just not gung ho to watch the Lakers right now. I probably won't watch them again until the All Star break. It's a, it's a big thing now that uh, Ben Simmons is broke. So I know that's his fault. I know that's what he's his trying fault. To, uh, but I know what this whole thing is trying to say. He don't feel like paying for two houses, the one in California, one in Philadelphia. So then get one of one of them. So he's trying to get shipped to California. I understand what you're trying to say. I, I got, I got your mindset. I understand that. But the whole thing is, don't nobody want to send us. That? Well, maybe we don't have a GM that want to take nothing as 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 they should. I'm gonna say that because I believe if they give us Russell Westbrook, I'll take it. I told him I'm at a point right now. If Houston give me two draft picks of John Wall, peace. All right, he could he go right to Houston. That's the point I'm at now. I actually hope that that's what that that's what happens. I want John Wall in Philly with Doc Rivers. Right. I do. And they need a point guard. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we do need another guard. But John Walker played the two, too, as well. But we do need. Yeah, but guard. but I like him at the point. I, I do hope that's what happened. But I, again, Houston is another one of those teams that, that the things with them is just weird. I, I don't understand. It's well, you know, I don't, I don't like Houston. Period. But. You're right. They're a weird team. They've always been a weird team to me. Man, I, I ain't never had nothing against Houston. Um, They're in Texas. That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't never had nothing against them. I, uh, Houston just been Houston. They ain't, they ain't never really did anything for me to be against them. It's just the fact that they just always been weird. And mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. Well, I agree with that. But anyway, I just what do you think about this LeBron thing, though? Well, he, uh, does he need to? Does he need to retire, or is it just me? I don't think he need to retire, but I think this this month of November has been has been crazy for him too. I said this was going to be a November to remember, but I didn't think it was going to go down in basketball like this either. I was just thinking about that in football. This is going down in basketball like that too. You know, Sacramento fired a coach and they looking better. You know, Marvin Marvin Bagley's playing and. They look happy. These guys actually look happy and playing well together. Well, who's coaching right now? Uh, who's the acting coach? What's his name? Gentry? Alvin Gentry? Oh, yeah. That's it. That's. I I was glad to see that he got that role. I love Alvin Gentry. I do. I He's a good coach. He's a good coach. I agree with you. I believe he's better than Mark Jackson. Might be. Uh, I ain't got no hate on. You know, I'm not. Mark Jackson is to me. He's not an X and O's coach. He's not. He's just not. He's a cheerleader. Oh, he's a leader of men. Mm, Okay. I'll say that he's a leader of men. Yeah. All right. But he's not a great X executor. Um, of the game, of the game. I don't know. We'll have to find. Out. I want to see his next move. If he get next say, move, I, I will know. say that all the smoke episode with Mark Jackson is the is probably the third best all the smoke episode in the history of that series. Okay. Yeah, 
that all the smoke, his all the smoke episode is good. It's really, really good. I watched his uh Club Shay Shay episode. I mean, I mean, not I said all the smoke. That's what I'm talking about. Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay, yeah. Yeah. So there's three of them. It's, it's his, um, um, was it AI? Alan Iverson, yeah, and uh, Alan Iverson, and, um, and, and Al, Al uh, Harrington. Yeah, and then Shake, uh, you know, uh, Shannon Sharp does a good job on these interviews, on these one on one interviews. He does a good job. I just don't want to hear him talking about LeBron no more. Oh, yeah, I he, just, was, uh, he did the, drum, the one with T.O. too. Yeah, I haven't watched the T.O. one yet. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. I really want him to have his brother on. He hasn't had his brother on. I think he's he waiting. They're they probably going to do something special with him. Yeah, I want him to interview his brother. Because that's that's how I be sometimes. And some people be like, well, why are you going to interview such and such yet? I'm kind of waiting. I want to put it in this situation, you know. You kind of you kind of got a plan for it to look a little bit different than your average interview. Well, the reason why I want him to interview his brother, what's his brother's name? Sharp. What's his Sterling. Sterling is because Shannon always talks about what a great player he is and how he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the way he loves and respects his brother, I just. I have always admired that. He from day one, he has always shouted out his brother. Every chance he gets, never forgets. And so I just would love to see him actually interview him and see how that would go. That'd be a good one. So anyway, Mr. Dennis, I have one last sports question for you. Uh-oh. Do you remember a while back? Um, and there was a whole bunch of NFL, former NFL players who were actually on either the NFL network or ESPN. And all of a sudden they weren't there anymore because uh, a, a female employee accused them of sexual harassment. And oh, yeah, yeah. I remember all I was, that. I don't remember which. That's a good. What company was that? I think it was ESPN. It might have been ESPN. because Donovan McNabb got off of there. Chris, right? It was Donovan McNabb. Wasn't Sterling Sharp one of them? I don't think it was. Wasn't Donovan McNabb and Sterling Sharp? I I think Chris Carter. No, Chris Carter's was separate. His was separate. He wasn't with that. Chris Carter was not mixed up with ESPN with the rest of them. His was separate. Maybe it was Sterling Sharp. But it was, it was, it was, uh, wasn't Warren Sapp on there? Was Warren Sapp? No, no, Warren Sapp got in trouble for something different with uh, NFL Network. He, uh, he got some prostitutes out in Arizona. Arizona had just passed the law. They had just passed the law on, uh, on being a, you know, getting prostitutes. Yeah. Well, I still miss him on TV. He was great on TV. Well, he got a podcast out. Yeah, I know. Everybody got one. Yeah. But I don't see his podcast. I don't. Yeah. I don't it takes too much it. work to try to find and follow podcasts. It's easier if they just appear on TV. You see? 
for me, it's just easier. If you only got a show on TV, it's easier. But that's why I think these podcast stations should be a little bit different. It should be like TV stations to where as though, you know, I, I know people want theirs on demand and stuff like that. But, you know, if, if you're looking to, to, you know, look up somebody, it should be much easier than you like. Well, don't, don't, uh, the chocolate writer got a podcast and you type in chocolate writer and you can't find it. You know what I mean? Or you type in Dennis Holmes and you can't find it. It should be much easier to find than that. Now, I agree with that. But I definitely don't, I don't want it to be like TV when you have a schedule and there's a guide and you pull the guide up. I don't want to be, no, I, I'd rather have the on demand. Yeah, that's what I said. But I do agree with the search, the search quality. The SEO needs to be upgraded on the uh, podcast apps. You're right. Mm-hmm. Search engine operator. Yeah. It's called something else for an app. It's not called that. That's called that for websites versus something else, but I can't remember what the term is, but you got the idea. You got the idea right. But um, I, I but, have yeah. to say now, do you have any last words for the public? Because, you know, uh, Ohio State plays Michigan today. And I know you're not rooting for old Big Blue. So. Uh, Let me tell you, the day you ever hear me rooting for Big Blue, you might as well just call them and get the padded sale ready. Because I will never. I just want to I just want to be. Let's be clear, as we say. Let's be clear. I will not ever root for the University of Michigan. I could have family members playing on the team. I'm not rooting for them. Mm. Sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Mm. If my son played for them, I would root for my son. I would not be rooting for that team. Just can't do it. Can't do it. But anyway... My last words this Saturday after Thanksgiving is be thankful for everything you've got, no matter how small it is. Do not take those things for granted because everything is fleeting and can be gone in a blink of an eye. And that is real. Um, Don't take people for granted. Those in your corner that you know are in your corner, bless them. Let them know you love them because in the twinkling of an eye, they could be gone and you will not be able to talk to them or see them or enjoy them anymore. So you want to give people their flowers while they're here. Let them know, Dennis, you my dude. Love you, man. Uh uh, my sister, I have two sisters, my sister, Sheila and Eva, love y'all, love my son and my nieces and nephews, um, I just love my family, they mean everything to me, um, I guess the last thing, um, like I always say, be kind to one another, kindness matters, it really, really matters to people. Um, just the other day, I was on, on, I was working. And, you know, at work, they always send out these emails when it's somebody's birthday to the whole office. 
happy birthday to so-and-so, right? Okay. And for certain co-workers, I will forward that birthday wish to them and add my own, right? And so I did it to one of my co-workers that I had never done it to before. And she called me. And she said, that was just so nice. It really made my day because she was going through some. What I didn't know is that her birthday is on the same day as her mother's birthday. And she lost her mother two years ago. And so now her birthday is a little difficult for her. And just because I did that, that made a difference. It gave her a little lift on her birthday. So I felt good about that. But but she, you know, she let me know that it meant something to her. You, there are thousands and thousands of stories like that out there, Dennis. We can cause, we can, you know, bring joy to people without doing major things. It doesn't have to be major things that cost a whole lot of money. You can do something as simple as saying happy birthday to them. And that can make their day. So it doesn't take a whole lot to be kind to people, folks. Just, just be kind to people. That's it. Just something as simple as a conversation. It changed mm-hmm. people's lives, you know. Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. God loves you, and so do I. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, for my last words is um, enjoy that turkey salad today. Make sure y'all have a good time. Uh, this is Side Jones. God bless. Great day. Oh.